Hey, Allie, he said softly, while I just stared at him as I shut the door. How's the birthday going? I'm having hallucinations, I said, while I draped the dress over the back of a chair. The stress is getting to me. Mark is not sitting on my bed. I really need to make an appointment to see Dr. Arnold. I purposely turned my back and rummaged through my computer desk, looking for my address book. You're not imagining things, Allie, he said while I dialed on my cell. I really need to talk to you. It's important. Is Dr. Arnold in? When will he be back? No, it's not an emergency. I'll just call when he's back from vacation then. Allie, he said insistently when I closed my cell and put it beside my laptop. Come on, listen to me. I'm probably imagining those little rat things following me around all day, too. There's no rodent infestation, either. It's all in my head. What rat things? Are you being followed? Mark's voice asked sharply from directly behind me, and I couldn't help it. I turned to look. His eyes bored into mine, and I answered reluctantly, knowing it was stupid. My hand itched to touch his hair, and I kept it resolutely at my side. I keep seeing something out of the corner of my eye. Rats or mice or something darting behind stuff. Oh, now I'm talking to the hallucination, I moaned. This is bad. Very bad. Maybe it is an emergency. Maybe I need to go to the hospital or something. I'll just visit you there, too. He crossed his arms over his chest, and I couldn't help noticing that he was wearing a shirt that I had never seen before. I reached out to touch his hand, despite my efforts to keep it at my side, and he was warm, the skin firm beneath my palm. I pulled my hand back, like he'd burned me, and retreated to the other side of the room, picking up a pillow and clutching it to my chest. Okay, let's just pretend for a minute that I'm not completely insane. Why are you here? And why are you warm? And what exactly are underplaces? The more I talked, the madder I got. If this really is some kind of a ghostly visit, you could have planned it a little better, Mark. All you did was scare me half to death and make me think I'm crazy. You didn't explain anything. That's so you. You leave everything to the last second and then think, oh, let me pop over and take care of that now. It doesn't matter if I make my girlfriend think she's insane. Oh, too bad. She got admitted to the mental hospital but at least I got to warn her. Typical. I huffed out a breath and thought seriously about throwing something at him. Oh, what the heck. I lobbed the pillow at him, and it bounced off his head. He really was solid, for a ghost. Or maybe I was just crazy as a loon. Ow. Mark picked it up and threw it back on the bed. Feel better now? Are you ready to listen, or do you want to have another little tantrum? You throw like a girl anyway. That didn't hurt. Matter of fact, I'm not finished, I said, and snatched up another pillow. I threw this one at his head, hard, and smiled grimly when it hit him right in the face. Mark yelped, and I threw another one, which also hit the target. What's the matter, Casper? I thought it didn't hurt. Why don't you go through the wall or the ceiling or something to get away, ghosty man, or are you just too slow? I threw one more pillow, which also hit spot on, because I don't throw like a girl. 
And then it hit me. I was either fighting with someone that wasn't there, or Mark really was in my bedroom. I didn't know which one was true. I threw myself on the bed, face buried in the comforter, eyes closed. This is so weird, I whispered. I felt the bed move, and a hand stroke my hair, but I refused to turn over. I know, he said right into my ear. I'm so sorry about all of this, Allie. His warm breath moved my hair and tickled my ear canal, making me shiver. That was enough to snap me out of my little pity party. I rolled over and sat up. I was close enough to Mark to see his chest moving as he breathed in and out. How can you breathe? I asked bluntly. You're dead.